Kayla. I have a new life in Christ, and I'm recovering from codependency. Hi, guys. As a child, my father was in the Air Force and was often away. When he was home, he was emotionally and physically unavailable to my mother, sisters, and I. My mom did her best to keep things in order and follow my father's strict Catholic rules. I often looked to my mother for approval and my father for attention. When neither of those were being met, I would work harder at being the good girl. During a deployment, my mother had an affair and decided to leave my father. I quickly got roped into the middle of their messy divorce. My freshman year of high school, my mother got a job that would relocate us from New Jersey to Dallas. We continued attending a Catholic church, but I was also introduced to youth nights at a local Baptist church. I kept feeling God tug at my heart, but I always kept him at arm's length. With the little contact with my father and the difficult relationship with my mother, I started looking for affirmation from boys. I started dating a boy at age 15 and would spend the next six years looking to him to fill the void that I was feeling. My heart really began aching for the Lord, and I accepted Jesus at a youth camp at age 16. I felt like I finally understood the gospel, even though I had heard it my whole life. Even though I was beginning my relationship with God, I was still seeking my affirmation from my boyfriend. Feeling the pressure to make my boyfriend happy, I broke my promise of staying pure until marriage. I struggled greatly with this because I knew that this wasn't God's plan for my life, but I was also seeking love and acceptance and thought this is the way to receive it. At age 19 years old, I was at the height of my relationship with Christ, and he revealed the destructive patterns going on in my relationship. I broke it off with my boyfriend, and I dove into church. I surrounded myself with godly women and mentors that would point me back to Jesus. I spoke openly about my faith in God to others. I finally began to see where I should be looking for my value. In October 2008, I was raped by a friend. I felt such intense shame from this that I convinced myself that it was my fault and I never told anyone about it. This abruptly stopped my relationship with God. I immediately went back to the comfort of my boyfriend and spent the next two years looking for my worth in him. When that no longer satisfied me, I asked him to move out of the apartment we shared and began dating other men, going out with friends, and drinking in excess to try and fill the emptiness that I felt. By December of that year, I could feel God tugging at my heart again. I began attending church, but also harbored a lot of shame. I didn't feel like I was worthy to be in God's presence. I felt disgusted at the person that I was. During this time, I began dating my now husband. We had many of the same values and wanted the same things in life. I began to ignore the tug I felt from God and began seeking my worth in my future husband. I looked to him to set the tone of my mood, putting immense pressure on our relationship. August 2014, we were married. We had a few short months before we were stationed at an Air Force base overseas. The next three and a half years were full of extreme highs and lows. We were able to travel and see the world, but we also dealt with extreme isolation, no church home or community, 
and the crushing struggle of infertility. The isolation of being far from friends and family, our church and our own culture, required us to lean heavily on each other. After returning to Dallas in 2018, we dove into Watermark. However, we struggled to acclimate back to life in the States and the civilian lifestyle. Shortly after arriving, my husband began working and the workload quickly took up most of his time physically and mentally. December of 2018, my husband confessed to having an affair with a coworker. In an instant, the seemingly safe life I had put on a pedestal was ripped away. I desperately wanted to make things work, but my husband wasn't sure if he wanted to continue our marriage. January 2019, I walked into the doors of regeneration. I didn't want to be here. I sat in the back, half covering my face out of shame. And if I'm being honest, the only reason I came that night was because I wanted to change the circumstances of my marriage. I felt like if I could fix myself, maybe my husband would seek reconciliation. That first night, I swear I wasn't going to share, but the vulnerability of the other women made it safe for me. I broke down and knew right then that God had me here for a reason, that he was going to work on me through this, regardless of what would happen in my marriage. Groundwork showed me the importance of being open and transparent with other believers. Step one humbled me to admit I am the one that needs the saving grace only God can supply. In step three, trust, I committed to surrendering to God and this process. Inventory showed me tangibly what Christ died on the cross for, humbling me to my core. I saw that I am truly forgiven, accepted, and loved in step five, confess. In step 11, I learned to grow in my daily relationship with the Lord, finding my worth and my joy in him alone. While working the regeneration steps, God showed me that the void I was filling with other people could only truly be filled by him. In John 4, Jesus sits with a Samaritan woman at a well. She is coming for water and instead has an encounter with Jesus that would forever change her life. John 4, 13 through 15, Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I will not be thirsty or have to come here to draw water. I was the woman at the well, thirsty and desperate to be filled with the living water only Jesus can supply. I began reading the Bible out of pure desperation. I clung to God's word as if it was the only thing keeping me alive. I knew that God was telling me to fight for my marriage, but I didn't know why. I knew that I had nothing else except God. He had never left me. He was chasing after me all of these years, and I was thinking my way would be better. I truly understood the gospel. I knew that the way my husband was rejecting me was the way I had been rejecting Christ my whole life. God was asking me to endure. Through 1 Corinthians 13, God instructed me to love his way and not based on my own feelings. I began living that out for the first time, and I gained this overwhelming peace. 
Even though my world was upside down, I knew no matter what that God promised me more. I knew that even if my life didn't work out the way I wanted, that he was enough for me. That even if my husband, through free will, decided to leave me for good, that I was going to stay faithful and obedient to God's word. That I would pursue singleness and reconciliation with my husband for the rest of my life. Those days were difficult, but I surrounded myself with godly women that lifted me up in prayer, that supported my marriage, and that were there in my weak moments, which I had plenty of. They challenged me and helped point me back to Christ. Leaning on God's word and godly community changed my heart. I could have been angry or bitter or filled with hatred like I'd always done before, but instead I came to the end of myself and began surrendering to God's will for my life. By God's grace, my, my husband and I have reconciled. We have had to unlearn all the things that the world has taught us and rebuild our marriage on the firm foundation that only God can provide. I know that even if God did not reconcile my marriage, that I have been reconciled to God through his son, Jesus Christ. I know that without his love and mercy that I am nothing. Life today looks a lot different. I am slower to anger and quicker to forgive. I test my feelings and thoughts against God's word and community. I love my husband and others with the love of Christ and not with my limited understanding of love. I am not fixed, nor do I pretend to be, but I have tools and people to help me daily step into obedience to God's word. If tonight is your first night, welcome. I still vividly remember the shame, fear, and uncertainty I felt walking through those doors. But I want to encourage you that there's another way. That at times it can be the harder, more challenging way, but that if you wait and trust in the Lord, it can be more beautiful than you ever dreamed or imagined. Ephesians 3.20, now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all we ask or think, according to the power at work within us. My name is Kayla. I have a new life in Christ, and I'm recovering from codependency. And to God be all the glory.